Zone in on being great at the great skill that you have. What gets a lot of people is they try to be perfect in every area, and that's just not going to suffice. It's not going to happen. But if you can learn what your big strengths are and you just focus on owning those that day, that's where you're going to get seen and eyes are going to start popping when they watch you do that thing. You own that piece of your game. Hey, I'm Ashley Agle. Some of you might know me as Ashley Burkhart, and I'm a former D1 and professional softball player who spent a few years coaching in the college game before deciding to put all of my focus into youth softball players and helping them make their dreams and their goals happen for them. It's our job to help them unleash their potential and become the athletes they've always dreamt of. I come from a small city in the Midwest and didn't let that stop me from making my goal of playing D1 softball a reality. No matter where you live, you have the tools to help you thrive, and I am hoping through this podcast to help you get there. On this podcast, you'll learn from Olympians, Hall of Fame coaches, and elite players what their journeys have been like, and you'll also learn from me and my family a bit of our journey through the game. I'm so excited to have you here, so whip out your notebook and let's learn how we can grow in this game together. Welcome to When the Cleats Come Off. Hey, welcome back to When the Cleats Come Off. I'm very excited to have you here. If you saw today's title of the episode, it is called Tryout Encouragement because you may be a player right now who has tryouts coming up or a big event. You're feeling a lot of pressure. You're feeling a lot of nerves. If you don't know how to handle those nerves, today is your episode. But also, if you just need a little hype up, today is your episode. I want you to be able to understand that This is a small fraction of your career, but we tend to make some big moments take over and become too big. Therefore, we find our performance not being as great as we know we can be because we make this moment too big. So let's simplify it. First of all, let's start with this. Sometimes when there's a lot of pressure or when there's a lot of eyes on us, we tend to find ourselves trying too hard. And if this is you, I feel like we've all done this where we tend to grip the bat a little bit tighter. We tend to feel slower and we're more on our heels instead of on our toes ready to go. So if you try too hard, those are some of the symptoms that you will feel gripping tight. Your mind is racing you're not really focused on yourself because you're so hyper-focused on things around you that you try too hard. And yes, there is such a thing as trying too hard. And a lot of people show up to these tryouts and they try way too hard and they wonder why they didn't show up the way they normally do. And I want you to think about this. When you had an incredible performance, you probably felt loose and light And like you weren't even trying at all. Maybe that first home run or that first big hit you've ever had, you actually felt pretty relaxed and almost like your swing barely did anything. And there goes the ball. That is where we are trying to get to, especially under pressure, which tryouts tend to have. So if we can get there, we will be set. The next big piece of advice I want to share with you is don't be someone that you're not. We tend to compare ourselves a lot to people around us. 
And at this tryout, there might be people you've never met before. It's an uncomfortable situation for many. But we tend to look at people around us and start seeing the things that we don't have. Maybe we don't have the same speed as this girl next to us who's running this sprint. Maybe we don't have that exact same power that this girl next to us has. But that's where we can start getting away from ourselves. And I need you to realize this one thing. Softball is a beautiful game because it compiles many different skill levels from many different players. Yes, I firmly believe the more skills you have, different skills in different areas, the better athlete you will be. If you compare yourself to the person to your left and your right, you start losing sight of what you do have. So instead of comparing yourself, I need you to do this one thing. Play to your strengths. Let's say you're a catcher and you're really good at framing. And, you know, put outs at second, you're okay at that, but you're really good at framing. Zone in on the framing. Zone in on being great at the great skill that you have. What gets a lot of people is they try to be perfect in every area, and that's just not going to suffice. It's not going to happen. But if you can learn what your big strengths are and you just focus on owning those that day, that's where you're going to get seen and eyes are going to start popping when they watch you do that thing. You own that piece of your game. You carry a little swagger with you. If you're really good at framing, you show them that you're really good at framing. Because if you lock in on the things that you're great at, there's no time for the noise to get to you. There's no time for the comparison to get to you. Own your game. Comparison will not get you on this team. Owning your strengths will. When you are worried about what others think of you or what they're doing, you lose sight of yourself. So we need to focus on us and what we're great at. If you haven't had time to think about what you're great at, many people, they can tell me 50 things they're not great at, and they can't even compile a list of things that they are great at. So if that's you, and you know you're your biggest critic, which we all are, but like, I need you to be your biggest fan for a second. If you know you need to hype yourself up a little bit, I want you to pause this right here. I'll give you a few seconds to do so. And when when you do pause it, I want you to write down for 60 seconds, all the areas of your game that you're good at. Maybe it's encouraging your team. Maybe you're great at timing. Maybe you're really great at hitting that low and outside pitch. Whatever it is that you're great at, write all those things down. Spend 90 seconds, 60 seconds to 90 seconds writing those things. And those are the elements that I want you to crush at this tryout. Don't worry about the other things. You do what you do best at this tryout. You want to show your strengths, and this is how you're going to do it. I think of tryouts very similar to how I think of recruiting. You want to put your best foot out there, right? They're so similar, recruiting and tryouts, because 
A lot of us, we make these moments huge. Oh my gosh, as a coach watching my game, I have to play bigger than I am. Or I'm at this tryout, I have to try harder than I've ever tried before. We already went over the try thing. That's not going to help you. But what I want to give you right now is a list of things that coaches do want to see from you. You might want to write these down. First of all, they don't want you to be perfect. They want to see you fail. I've said it before in recruiting episodes. I've talked to multiple high-level coaches. They know skill level in five seconds. What they want to see is what you do when you fail or make a mistake. What do you do? Do you bounce back up? Do you finish the play? Do you cheer on your teammates to your left and your right? They want to see those things. They don't want perfect. They want to see you do things When things don't go well, what do you do about it? They want to see hustle. They want to see you go all out when you are asked to go all out. If there is a ground ball that maybe you can get to, you don't leave it to chance. You just go for it. You go for it. You go all out on the plays on defense. They want to see you hustle on and off the field. They want to see you have grit. When you're down 0-2 or you have two strikes on you, do you battle? They want gamers. They also want to see you have a good presence. If you have your chest high and you look on your face like you want this thing, whether that's the ball in your hitting or on defense, you're like, give me the ball. Like they can tell if you want the ball or not. Sometimes we have to play a little pretend here, but if you want to be a gritty player that gets seen, you have to have this element. Your presence has to be, I am owning this position that I'm in right now. I am owning my two strikes. I am owning that ball that I swung and missed at. I am then going to battle and I'm going to fight back right now. Doesn't mean you always do. Doesn't mean you always get the hit. Doesn't mean you always make the play. But if you look like you want it, that's attractive. They also want to see a good teammate. They don't want to see someone just hyper-focused on themselves. What fun is that? They want to see a teammate who genuinely wants to see the people around them succeed. And that is hard at a tryout. I totally understand that because you are fighting for a position alongside other people fighting for the position. What most are going to do is they're going to keep their head down, focus on them. You can do to set yourself apart is get your job done, of course. But when it's time for you to just, you know, let other people do their reps and this is your break support the people around you. Because there are going to be people at this tryout that you are going to compete with and you're going to play with. They want to see that you're vocal and you say, hey, great job, great play. Like when you, game recognizes game, right? When you see a great play, you let them know. When one of these girls has a great hit, tell her congrats. Like that's awesome because it is. There's room for all of us to eat at the table. Maybe not all be on this team. But when we start to support the people around us, That is something that can definitely make you stick out because most aren't going to do this. And lastly, these coaches, whether you're at tryouts or going through the recruiting process, they want to see somebody that enjoys this game. They see an athlete who every five seconds is getting frustrated because she mishit it or frustrated because the ball just went through her legs and she missed it. I'm not saying you have to cheer loud and be excited when you miss the ball. But if you enjoy the game, you battle. When you enjoy the game, you look to the people to your left and your right and you say, I got you. I'll make this play with you. Let's go. They genuinely want to be there. 
And you might genuinely want to be there, but you might not be showing it. So remember, at the end of the day, you got to enjoy this game. You got to. This game will eat you alive if you don't. But if you genuinely enjoy it and you love putting the glove on and you love having your bat in your hand with your helmet on, if you love it, you're going to show it. And I want you to focus on that. Because when we hyper-focus on results, we tend to lose love of our game. But if we love the moment and we love the process of getting better, if we love our practice, I know that's a big one for a lot of you. You don't like practice. I'm telling you, you gotta love practice if you wanna play at a high level. If you love practice, if you love the moment, if you love the situation that you're in, in this tryout you're about to compete in, you'll stand out. Enjoy the game. It's meant to be enjoyed, it's a game. If you're an athlete who takes her game seriously and you want to take your game to the next level, I need you to think about writing things down. Because if you want to repeat successes, you need to write down what went into that success. If you want to eliminate some errors or mistakes that you've made in your game, you need to write those things down so we can avoid it next time. And one giant great place that you can do that is in a student athlete planner made by Always Grind. Yes, I know I talk about them a lot, but it's because I firmly believe in the products that they make. Hence why every single athlete that I work with in person or virtually has some of their tools. But this student athlete planner is the next level. The beginning of the student athlete planner, there's literally five spots to write down your goals. So you write your goal, big and bold at the top, target date that you wanna achieve it by, And then the best part is the action plan. It is guided journaling, guided prompts to help you make sure that you're not just dreaming up the goal, you're actually setting yourself up to achieve it. The very thick part, most of this planner, it has daily logs where you can log your sleep, your nutrition, your academics, your training, your networking, aka recruiting, are you reaching out to coaches? sports-specific focuses, your daily assessments. It is your one-stop shop to make sure you are mentally ready and focused for each day and go into every day with focus. I love this planner. I have given this to my VIP members, to my in-persons, a few of them. And in the very back, I didn't even mention this part, is a monthly calendar. So it's a physical calendar where you can write the month, jot down your dates and big events that you need to be ready by. That's where you can plan. You have a big tournament this summer, you circle that date, and then you schedule your training based on that date to make sure you are prepared mentally and physically for it. I'm telling you, this planner is the real deal. It's the greatest thing ever. And you can get 10% off this planner by using my code AshleyB at checkout. These are back in stock and they're not always in stock. So yes, I am going to rush you to go to alwaysgrind.com, look for the student athlete planner or go to the link that I gave you in the show notes of this episode and go check it out and use my code AshleyB to get 10% off your order. This might be the one thing that your game is missing and I would hate for you to miss out on an opportunity to have this planner. So go to alwaysgrind.com. 365.com. Check out the planner and start taking more ownership of your training. 
attention that a lot of us kind of lose sight of, especially under pressure, is that you do not have control of the outcome of this tryout. You do not have control over who gets on this team. You have no control over this. So, so stop trying to take control over this. That's not an area of, that you have control over. That's the coach's job. Your job is to show up, be yourself, play this game with grace, enjoy the moment, and your attitude and your effort. I know everybody's like, mm, just beating a drum here. Yes, your attitude and your effort are important here. Your attitude is how you show up when things are going great. Your attitude is also how you show up when things aren't going great. Your effort, that is, that is something that is probably the easiest to control. Go all out. Don't overthink it. Go all out. If you're going to go down, you're going to go down swinging. You're going to be aggressive. I didn't even write that in my notes. Be aggressive. Are you kidding? If you're going to be the one who's on her heels and says, uh, I don't know if I can get to that, or uh, I don't know if I can take that base, how are you going to know? You got to take risks if you want the cake. I'm telling you. Be aggressive. When you're on defense, go for that ball. But the effort is going to be able to be seen. And this is probably one of the biggest areas that coaches are looking for. They're looking for players that are going to go all out. If you are asked to do a warm-up, you give 100% of what you got in that warm-up. If you're asked to sprint, you give everything that you got in that sprint. That doesn't mean you're going to win the sprint. Again, that might not be your thing. But if you give them everything you have, they're going to be able to tell that you gave them everything that you have. I would much rather you be asked to do some sort of conditioning drill at this tryout and you be huffing and puffing at the end because they know you gave it your all. That's who I want on my team. Give it your all. You can control your attitude and your effort and how you prepare. You control your attitude and your effort and how you prepare. This right now might be how you're preparing mentally, and I love that because you know the importance of making sure that your mind is right in order for your body to do what it's meant to do when pressure is on. Now let's do a little practice to get your mind right. You approach this tryout and you repeat this phrase that I'm about to give you over and over and over. You will start to believe in yourself much more and you can use it as a default if you're ever feeling a little bit out of your element, aka less in control. This phrase, and I want you to say it out loud. I'm going to give you opportunities to. This phrase is, no one will outwork me. No one will outwork me. Now I want you to say it. No one will outwork me. One more time. No one will outwork me. You say this phrase enough, and I'm telling you, you will show up with a little pep in your step. You will show up with more confidence and grit. But if you make this your mantra, which we'll talk about more mantras in a second, but if you make this your mantra, the world is your oyster. This tryout is your oyster. I would much rather be with my foot on the gas in this tryout than say a phrase like, eh, I hope I get on the team. I hope I don't look silly. I hope I don't screw up. That is not an aggressive mindset. If you go to this tryout and you say, no one will outwork me, you will hustle harder than you've ever hustled. You will put your best foot forward more often. You make a mistake, no one will outwork me. 
I'm going to do something about it. I would much rather you show up to this tryout with this mindset than one where your foot's on the brakes. No one will outwork me. Now, if I see you all the time and you're listening, you know what your mantra is. We talk about mantras all the time. There's even a bat called mantra with like literal mantras on it if you have the original blue one. But I want you to come up with some sort of mantra that you live by and that you own. People choose. I like I am statements because they're very powerful. But if you say like, I am confident and you say it enough, just like I said before, you say it enough, you start to believe it more. So maybe your mantra is I'm confident or maybe your mantra is I am strong. I am ready. I am unstoppable. I am fierce. I'm a lion. I don't know. Think of something that'll get you going. That'll get you thinking right and believing in yourself. If you're if you're someone who isn't very confident in these situations, maybe I am confident becomes your mantra. Because you start to see ways in which you could become confident the more you say it. What does confidence look like? What does it feel like? Because you've been confident in certain areas of your game before. But when we have pressure on us, that is sometimes when we lose that confidence muscle. So if your mantra is, I am strong, I want you to write that phrase down. I am strong, big and bold on a sheet of paper. And I want you to write what strength looks like. I am strong to me right now. I'm thinking of this in my head. That means I look fierce in the box. I look like I want the ball. When I swing, I swing all out. When I'm asked to do something like hold a plank for a minute, I stay up. I do things out of my comfort zone. That is strength for me. So I want you to write your mantra down. If you want to start with an I am, I love that. Then write what that means to you. And maybe you do that practice, write it down again, right before your tryout. If it's a four-day tryout, do it every single day before the tryout. Because if you can see it and you can remind yourself who that is and how you want to show up, you will show up that way. Strength is also getting up when you fall. Find something that works for you. All of us are different. Those of you who are speedy and quick and you play outfield, Maybe yours is like, I'm fast. Own that part of your game in this tryout. Be quick on the bases. Be quick on your first step out of the box. Be quick getting to that ball. Own that element of you. Go do that thing. The last thing that I want to do before I I leave you to go and rock this tryout is I want you to do a little mental imagery with me. I learned this through Hannah Huseman. She was the Phillies and the Texas Rangers mental performance coach. She worked with my athletes inside of Virtual Hitting Academy and talked about mental imagery. And I want to do a little practice here with you right now. And apparently Barrett wants to do it with you too. I want you to close your eyes right now. I want you to imagine your last epic performance that you can remember. Maybe it was offensively. Maybe it was defensively. Maybe it was both. But the last performance that you can think of that you just felt on, you were in the zone. You were focused. You were relaxed. You just reacted to the ball. You didn't force anything. You were confident. You looked proud and ready to execute. That pitcher, that other team, they looked scared of you because you were so focused. You were the aggressor. 
knew what you wanted and you took it. Now, I want you to open your eyes and I want you to be her. Nothing else. Nobody else. If you can do it before, you can most certainly do it again. It just takes a little practice to get in the zone. And I hope that's what this episode did for you today. Leave it all out there. That's all you can do. That's all you can control is just giving everything that you have. Error on the side of aggressiveness. Trust in your preparation. You did it all off season. Trust in your preparation. Go have fun. Play loud. Play your game. Play to your strengths and just be you. And whatever happens, know that it is meant to happen. Maybe you wanted to make varsity and you made JV. That is meant to happen for you. It's meant to teach you something. Remember, your race is your race. There are many things that you can control in this game, but there are a lot of things that you cannot control, but you can control your effort. You can control how you show up. You're ready. Trust the process. Trust your body. You've trained it to make decisions on its own. Don't force it. Own it. Get it done. If this helped you get into the zone for your next tryout or next big event, you might want to save this for later and repeat it and listen to it whenever you need it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of When the Cleats Come Off. If you want this podcast to grow, I would love if you wrote me a review on social media or on Apple Podcasts or even on Spotify. Leave a review so we can help get this message out to more people and make this game even better. If you haven't joined the When the Cleats Come Off Facebook community, you can do so by tapping the link in the show notes. Share it with a friend. Let's grow this game together. Don't forget to stay awkward, stay humble, and keep smiling. I'll see you next week. Thank you.